Welcome to the Styano Plastic Surgery Podcast with plastic surgeon JJ Styano, the only plastic surgeon in the UK who owns a clinic specializing in breast and body contouring. do this on my laptop i normally do it on my um normally got obviously much more professional setup so hoping this is working on an audio and a visual way so um i mean it's got a, a, a camera on my laptop it's bound to have a microphone isn't it i mean how would you know if you've got a microphone on your laptop when you ever need a microphone on your laptop well now that's when i need it i tell you anyway um right okay so out on location currently in um in uh, my suite in the premier inn uh in liverpool it's the number one apparently no, so i want the best so it is the premier inn apparently um top floor not messing about i said i want penthouse so yeah got a nice view of the car park here and uh yeah i'm gonna go straight to the minibar after this um q a not sure where the minibar is but i'm sure that i'm clearly they must have one somewhere i'm gonna kick back relax take my car keys out of my pocket there you go i think that's comfortable right yes on location operating on tuesday normally do operate on tuesday i always used to operate on tuesday actually um back in the day when i used to operate at the priory but um just been doing tuesday mornings recently but we're doing an all-day tuesday today which is nice so um so I'm, I'm here not at home uh so if you've got any questions if if oh khan's here hello khan nice to see you um how can i say is my audio working um i think i i think it probably is on instagram but i'm not sure about facebook hear me on yeah i'll just assume you can okay um right let's 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 come on let's not mess let's get this done shall we because it's he's late isn't he? he's half seven up let's go nip into co-op sorry about that get a meal deal on the way home um snap up dinner waiting for me uh shortly oh god yes audio is working oh my god on facebook yes it's fine the heck it's working on facebook nikki good to see you excellent um right then so hi corin nice to see you uh the premier in <laughs> yeah kelsey it's not the premier i don't think it's the premier in you're thinking of kelsey i think it's um i think it's probably a, it's it might look similar but um it's this is a much more mark i don't go to a normal premier in obviously lighting's a bit dodgy no it is probably the one you went to kelsey yeah it's probably the same one yeah, guilty as charged. Now, Sammy Clicks has asked to be in my live video. I think I'm assuming that's a misclick. It's normally a misclick when people do that. So I'm going to gloss over it and I'm going to ignore it. But if you do want to be on a live video with me, then I can say yes and I'll be in your living room, Sammy Clicks. So uh, just say you want to be in a live video and we can give it a go. God help us. God, God knows what you're going to say. Um, <clears throat> meal deal what no meals cooked when you walk in bit glitchy is it glitchy if it's glitchy 
oh ignore you yeah it's i have logged listen i've logged into emberin's wi-fi okay so take it up with emberin's okay if it's glitchy i um can i cannot be held responsible um no natalie no 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 cooked meal no when you're operating do you ever have a preference on who is in your team or does it matter <laughs> oh, um well i think that i think I've, I've seen them all arrive on this so um do i have a preference um the main person that as a surgeon you have a some say in is the anesthetist and you often work with an anesthetist i i often work with an anesthetist um well i do i always work with an anesthetist and when i was doing lists at uh, in um birmingham i worked with a particular anesthetist with the two hospitals at priory and parkway and the one i used work with mostly was the one i worked with in the nhs so um you get a good rapport with it with the anesthetist and so that's where you have a uh, you do have a um, a preference in term uh, in with in since i've been coming to wiston um the anesthetist has been a local anesthetist which is pro probably better um because they know the area and uh there's only there's a small there's a small team so it's and you get to know them um in terms of the operating team uh i think find some surgeons do have an operating team and have people they work with um but generally what happens if you work in the same hospital regularly you work with the same sort of people so you get to know who the people are um and i do i think some surgeons do say they want to work with a certain you know scrub team like scrub nurse or, or you know whatever or, or circulating team or whatever um but i don't really because i get on with most people and um don't know don't know if that would just mean it if I, if I could actually say who i want to operate on i just with so they um but it's all been good uh right nice to see you megan the reset reset every i tell you what megan that is the reason i got my my own not specifically um not specifically for the reception but the the whole team is important the receptionists the nursing staff on the ward the person who brought down to theater everyone's important so absolutely megan everyone is important um and often the people outside of theaters and the people who you know on the front desk etc see people more than than the ones in theaters and will influence the decision more so a to v aesthetics what are you saying thanks for that. are all scrub nurses really just the same though are you are you is this are you a scrub <laughs> no yeah i can't believe you're saying that are you saying that for, for for real there's no way all scrub nurses are just the same no there are good scrub nurses and there are bad scrub nurses just like there are good surgeons and there are bad surgeons so uh it is very important to have a good scrub nurse um fortunately plastic surgery is not one of those specialties where you, um where you need to have a complicated equipment like instance orthopedic so i think uh that can be very important to have a scrub nurse who knows what's going on in um in, in those situations but there's no question that uh having a good scrub nurse makes life a lot easier uh not only scrub nurse circulating teams um odas and um nurses and everybody in the team it's, it's very important um Hold on a minute, what we've got? We've got this on Facebook. Have I got a touch sensitive screen? 
Oh, I thought I did, but it's not moving. Oh, it's because it's at the bottom. Um, do you still operate in the Midlands? I'm keen on combo surgery. Combo surgery. 360 abdo with FDL and posterior lip surgery. Oh, my God. One. Then surgery two, breast uplift within a thigh lift. Oh, my God. Um, so do I still operate in the Midlands? What, how am I going to answer that question? Uh, well, as, as it stands, aujourd'hui, which can you believe it is the 2nd of August? I can barely believe it myself. 2nd of August. As of 2nd of August, I would say I don't really operate in the Midlands. Um, I, Having said that, I think I've got a list next week or something at one of the hospitals, Parkway or somewhere. Um, I mean, I still got um, uh, um, privileges to work in the Midlands. So I can I can work at the hospitals, the, mid, the, par the Priory, Parkway. Um, but it's been so hard to get into theatres. And so we've we kind of given up um trying and so it's been a lot easier and a lot more streamlined and the lists have been going very smoothly um up at um in liverpool so and i've been doing big ops i don't know what a 360 app though with fdl is 360 with a fleur de lis I, i'm not I probably would do a fleur de lis or a 360 but um Big surgery, as you say, Diana. Oh, um, I should have showed that quite thing. There you go. That's it, Diana. What's that? Yeah, so that is big surgery, Diana. So um yeah. No way are they are they good and bad or in all areas, but sure JJ uses the best. There you go, Natalie. I use the best. You heard it. Only the best of the best get onto my team. Okay. I will not tolerate anything other than that. All right. I say get out of my theater now get out the best of the best in here all right we don't want you here right you want to be in my theater you've got to be the best that's how it rolls in the stiano theater not really no i just it's not, it doesn't really roll like that but um in my mind it does how do i know if i would benefit from an augmentation or an augmentation as well still undecided i really don't want the scarring um good question there clicks um so the way you know well basically sammy clicks let's let's get to basics here um on a basic level breast implants make your breast bigger a lift makes the shape better so the question is is it the shape is it the size if it's just the shape if you just if they sag they're droopy but the size is okay you wear a c cup you're a d cup you're an e cup whatever cup you wear if you're happy wearing that cup and it's just a shape, then it is a lift that would do the trick. If it is just the size, so you wear a B cup or a C or whatever, and you want to be bigger, then it is implants. The problem comes when it's shape and size. So if it's the shape, if they're a little bit droopy and the um, they're a bit small, then that is when you might want to think about an implant and lift so um it's hard to it's hard to say on a on a thing like this but in general terms i would say that if you are borderline for one there's a lot to be said for just having the other one does that make sense what i just said so if you're basically if your breasts are a little bit saggy but not that saggy 
but small and you want them to be a lot bigger, it might be worth just saying, look, I'm going to have implants. They'll definitely be bigger. They might still be a bit saggy because implants don't really make them less saggy, but they can add volume. They can add projection and avoid the lift because a lot of people like yourself don't want the lift and see how you go. And if you weren't happy with it, you could always have a lift as a second stage because a lot of doctors don't do a lift with implants in one go. So if you're borderline, so in that situation, you're borderline for the lift, you could just have implants. Similarly, if you're borderline for implants, there's mainly the droop that I don't like. I would like them to be a bit fuller and maybe a bit bigger, but it's the droop. So well, I have a lift, see where you go. And if you want them fuller or bigger, you could always have implants at a second stage. So um, it, it basically needs a discussion, Sammy. Needs a discussion. But um, some people are barn door candidates for lifts and you need a lift whatever. And, and an implant is debatable. Others not so. It depends on how droopy the breasts are. So really needs a um, an in-person dis discussion. But what I would say, Sammy, is that no one wants a scar lift. No one wants it. The reason people have it is because it makes the shape better. So if anyone who ha is having a lift could have not had a lift, they would have revert. They would have not had a lift. They wouldn't have had it if they could have got the same result without it. I'm hoping I make sense here. It seems to be coming out a little bit. Uh, anyway, we'll just gloss over it and um, please come at me if I am not making any sense. Um, I have got a question which goes like this. Do we offer dermal fillers? No. Uh, again, as of 2nd of August, things might change. I might change and become some kind of cosmetic clinic which does all that stuff. We've dabbled with it. I'll be honest with you. We have dabbled with it, full disclosure. The stuff costs a fortune. The fillers cost a fortune, or at least the decent ones cost a fortune. There's loads of people doing non-decent ones which don't cost a fortune, and they're charging a lot less. So it makes it very difficult. It's a very competitive market, and it's very hard to compete in the market because there's a lot of people offering that sort of stuff, and they're often maybe not. You can Dermal fillers is a completely unregulated market. You can get them off eBay or well, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't name trademarks. You can get them off uh, auction, uh, off online auction sites. You know, you can get them off anywhere. So um, it's, um, we haven't, is it a bit dark? Do I need to do something to lighten here anyway? Um, I'll have a word with the, um, the, with the personal butler that I get with this room. Um, so, yeah, so we don't dabble in, in, in the old dermal fillers. It's, it's a no from that. Um, thank you, book consultant in September. Because you then can't wait. Brilliant. Um, Samantha Van Aston is laughing. We're laughing. What are you laughing at? This is middle grade content. This is. Um, what's hold on? Facebook's doing stuff. Do you operate? No, in all areas. But oh, you've done that. I've been advised both. You've been advised both of 360 and a Fleur de Lis. Okay, that's the thing about this stuff, Diana. Everyone's got everyone's got certain different views on it, and someone might do a 360 with a Fleur de Lis. Um, you know, yeah, okay. Um, I've lost nine stone. Look at you. Well done, you, Diana. Round of applause for Diana, please. Raj Ragawansi in the house. Big up yourself, Raj. How you doing? One social media influencer to another coming to see how it's done well this is how it's done my friend all right this is how the pros do it raj this is how the pros do it all right kimberly owen long no see kimberly god blast from the past where are you where you been where's you been 
Um, personal butler. Yeah, I think they did say I got one when I booked. I did. I did get that. I did tick that box on that. That was the. Um, that was a sixty-nine pound fifty option. I'm sure it had a personal butler with that. I might might be wrong. Um, can you do a scar revision on a small? On a small on the forehead. I'm assuming it's all star on the forehead. Um, Kimberly Janice, good question. Um, can you do a scar revision on a small scar on the forehead? Scar revision, Kimberly Janice, is one of those things which is a little bit misinterpreted, I think, from the, from the public in terms of what plastic surgeons can do. Because all any surgeon can do is give you a scar. So if you've got a scar on your forehead you don't like, and you have a scar revision the question would be what's the problem with the scar can i make the scar better that's the question if i can make the scar better maybe but if it's just you don't like the scar well then no because i'm if i'm going to do anything to the scar i'll probably end up giving you a bigger scar because i'll cut out your scar I'll give you a new scar and it'll be bigger so only if you've got a specific problem with the scar specific problems being lumpy dented in um tethered maybe but they're, they're difficult to treat tethered ones i've had um varied success to be fair on tethered ones they often end up tethered still even when you try and untether them it's quite hard to do um uh if they're not in the right line so we have actual lines we put scars in and if they're going across those lines we can try and break them up so there are certain things we might be able to do but getting rid of the scar is a is no but changing it is a is a possibility so in answer to your question kimberly maybe is the answer to that um that's Kimberly. This Kimberly Owen has been working. I'm assuming working. You've written work. Unless whirling's a thing. Is that what you've been up to? You've been whirling? Assume it's working. Oh, here we go. Been working. It is working. Thought as much. Bev is in the house. Good to see you, Bev. Another one, huh? Bev you used to work with Bev many back in back in the day, Bev. Back in the day. Hey, you still there? You still socking it to the man? Yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, okay what we got okay here we go treatment do you do we offer treatment for hemangioma is it me or does it keep going dark instagram this is a phone the phone is doing it much better than the computer in my view um you're welcome Lee janice um the, the computers anyway so do we offer treatment for hemangioma well yes I'm sure someone asked something about vascular malformations yesterday. So hemangioma can can cover a multitude of sins. A hemangioma is a, a vascular anomaly. It's an abnormal collection of blood vessels. Often hemangiomas or true hemangiomas will get better on their own. They will um, they will uh, um, regress, and they often just leave a bit of wrinkly skin. Um, whereas a um, other types of vascular malformation might stay, um, but but anyway, nevertheless, the small ones we can treat. Big ones might be um, might need other kinds of treatments. And hemangiomas often um, often occur in children. We can't treat, treat treat children. As I say, they most of them um, regress on them, so we probably wouldn't end up seeing them. But uh, if it was a small thing somewhere. Um, then we might be able to, but it is in itself a specialist area of plastic surgery, usually performed by pediatric plastic surgeons who might specialize in treatment of vascular uh, malformations, vascular anomalies. And so uh, uh, if it's just a little red mark somewhere, yeah. But if it's 
more extensive than that might be in the realms of a specialist back in the day bev yeah back in the day yeah yeah do you remember that petrol prices were normal we're in the eu no covid do you remember those days yeah um green freddy do you think it would be all right to place anatomical jelly in plants with grade one tosis without lift Ooh, look at that look at that techno 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 huh that is that's a techno question. Would it be all right to place anatomical gel implants with grey one tosis without a lift? Yes, I do. Green Freddy. I mean, on those words, Green Freddy. But I mean, I, you know, if yeah, I mean, grade one tosis is not a big, uh, you know, tosis for the other viewers back, back at home tosis is droop is a droop basically it's another word for droop and you get different degrees of droop and the more you rest droop the more you worry about not doing a lift basically because if you've got a droopy breast and you put an implant in you can have an implant with a droopy breast over the top of it um, which can be a problem which i'm going to talk about later by the way because that's a question i've got um but in general so a grade one tosis is is is, is fine we, be fine to use an implant in and then whether it's an anatomical um implant or round separate thing as in itself but yes in in you know you obviously suggested that to you and i would say if that if that's the fact you you haven't got much of a droop then an implant oh god what have i done sorry then an implant i'm not on my normal stable thing with my phone i'm just it's a bit uh you know just look up um back when face was your own bed well yeah well bev if you do let your face go this is what happens so what can you do you know the state of this honestly um Right, look, this is an interesting one. Can a hernia be repaired whilst having a tummy tuck? Well, that's interesting because I've just done it. Um, I've just repaired, but a very, very small hernia. A, there's a, sometimes when you're doing a tummy tuck, you'll find very small defects in the abdominal wall, usually near the belly button. Um, and it's quite easy to put a couple of stitches in it. And I've just done that this afternoon um, where I just, I didn't really know it was there, didn't really clinically... Uh, it wasn't really clinically obvious that there was a hernia there. Sometimes it is clinically um, uh, obvious that there is a hernia. And if it's just a small one, then yes, we can. It's, it's, it's a relatively simple job just to put a couple of stitches in to repair that defect in the abdominal wall. And when you're doing the diverification, when you're repairing the muscles across, it often gets reinforced. Having said that, if you've got a big hernia and if you're presenting complaint is a hernia, you would probably want to get help or i would probably want to get help or another opinion if someone's got a big hernia and wants a tummy tuck repaired at the same time but if it's a small one that you find instantly or you just you find them they're quite easy to fix at the time of a tummy tuck yes um what you got here i keep on pausing it sorry it's, i don't know i don't even know if you ask me to pause it on instagram i wouldn't know how to do it but i've just done it twice but there you go um gastric what you got I had 17 skin grafts at the Queen Vic East Grinstead uh, NHS. They didn't take. After a year, I tried honey. It worked on gauze. Mr. Smith told me to stop using the local honey and he gave me medical honey. Oh, 
Okay, Gastric, fantastic. Massive fan of the honey. I've got to be honest with you, Gastric, I'm a big fan. Well, I say I'm a big fan of the honey. I was a big fan of the honey in the NHS when I treated chronic wounds. Yeah, uh, honey is really good, good dressing, really good dressing. Uh, fortunately, don't have much problem with wounds at the moment, but um, but yes, honey is is good. I think that's worth, I think that's, that can't be highlighted enough, I say. Um, yeah. Do you charge them for the hernia quick quick hold on a minute, Greenfield? You said a quick fix. No quick fix about it. Hernia, yeah. No, Green Freddy. Should I? Should I charge? Should I go? I'll go and let her know. Sorry, love. It's gonna cost you an extra tenner because I repaired your hernia. No, um, don't don't charge them extra for the hernia. It's all part of the all part of the uh all part of the service. Um, same with the muscle repair, all part of the service is an integral part of the op as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, didn't didn't and wouldn't charge. Now this is a question I used to get a lot back in the day. I haven't got it so often, but um, well, you said only two stitches, you're sweet. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, it was, it was only two stitches. Um, do we offer the Brazilian tummy tuck? I don't know where this has come from, this Brazilian tummy tuck, I'll be honest with you. And I think it seems to come more from patients than it has from the medical fraternity, unless I've not gone to the right meetings. But I haven't really seen many people talking about it in the plastic surgery world. But it definitely seems to be a lot of patients talking about it. So and this is going back now because I did a blog post about it. That's right. I did a blog post about it. And the blog post I did about it was called. What was it called? It was called something, something like I can't remember what it's called, but anyway, <laughs> I think it was it sound like why I don't do the in a tummy tuck or what? And then would I do a Brazilian tummy tuck, even though the the blog post was called that? I might be wrong because I don't think the blog post was called that. But anyway, I think I've got that wrong. Anyway, I can't remember. There's a blog post on my website. Go and look it. Look at it. Google Brazilian tummy tuck Stiano. In fact, I'm going to do that now. Um, Anyway, so Brazilian tummy tuck. Hoping the Emberim's Wi-Fi will stretch to this. Two pages on. Um, what was it called? Here we go. Brazilian tummy tuck. Popular. Um, so the Brazilian tummy tuck versus standard tummy tuck. Is that what it's called? I thought it was called something else. Oh. Okay, blog post is called Brazilian Tummy Tuck. Oh, well, yeah, I was wrong about that. Anyway, so the answer is I don't specifically do what a Brazilian Tummy Tuck um, talks about, but when I read about the Brazilian Tummy Tuck, it kind of made out as if we were all doing quite an old-fashioned type of tummy tuck and it was trying to make out as if it was a new way of doing tummy tucks and a lot of the things that they were talking about in the Brazilian tummy tuck I think most I think most of us are doing already I'm doing already anyway so most of the stuff I'm doing already um, so I'm not sure why someone's decided to call it a Brazilian tummy tuck because I'm like well most of it is what we're doing already so um the kind of things they're talking about is they're saying you don't do wide undermining, you undermine centric um, in order to repair the muscles. Standard, been doing that for years. Um, 
Now you don't use drains. That was one thing that they taught. I do use drains, so in that respect, so I, I so I can't say I use do a Brazilian term because I do use drains, and they spoke about not using drains. And again, I've done a blog post about why I use drains. I think they're better, particularly in terms of seroma. Um, but I do use drains. But I I understand a lot of people don't use drains, and it may be that we'll be moving away from drains. But at the moment, drains are being used. Um, and the other thing that they did was they did liposuction of the upper abdomen, which I don't do, which I, again, I know a lot of plastic surgeons are doing, are saying it's safe. The reason I don't do it is because there is um, a worry that you're going to interrupt the blood supply of the skin. And if you interrupt the blood supply of the skin, when you close it, you might get a problem with wound healing. So that's why I don't do liposuction to the upper abdomen. And I've got to be honest, I don't find many people need liposuction to the upper abdomen. I always say if they need it, you can always do it as a second stage. You very rarely need to do it because you're stretching the skin of the upper abdomen to, to pull all the way down. So you're very, you know, unless you have massive weight loss and you've got big folds of your upper abdomen, in which case you might need to address it at a later date. But I don't do that. So I don't do the liposuction of the upper abdomen. I don't do the... Um, lack of drain i use drains um so yeah i just do this so the central undermining i can't remember what else was involved with the brazilian tummy tuck so i guess i can't say i do a brazilian tummy tuck if you want to have no drains and you want to have a liposuction of upper abdomen then yeah no but oh if you want to have the other things then yeah which is basically a tummy tuck so i don't think it's that much different to a normal tummy tuck personally i think a lot of this stuff is uh seeing getting a glimpse of the suite there uh, a lot of this stuff is um, is is people saying calling it something. I think there's a lot to be said for calling it something. To be honest with you, calling it something, and, and it may, maybe it looks maybe it looks like it's something good. So um, maybe I should call it another name, like the the Birmingham Tummy Tuck. Yeah, huh? I think that would sell. Do you think the Birmingham Tummy Tuck, the Midlands? The Midlands tummy tuck, yeah. I had a mid. I think I'm Brazilian. I had a um, Brazilian's better, isn't it? Yeah. You're not going to want a Midlands tummy tuck, are you? No. The UK, the England, the blighty tuck, the blighty tummy tuck. Anyway, we can work this off screen. Let's just take this, take this off. Uh, we'll take this offline. Yeah. Marketing, Freddie, you said it, not me. Um, do we offer tuber breast surgery? Now, for those friends and colleagues on Instagram, tuber, T-U-B-A, um, no. So I always say to people, there's three incisions for a breast augmentation. Um, inframammary, which is one that you pretty much always do, Infra areola, which is a U-shaped one of the areola, and transaxillary, the armpit. Well, there is another one. There's a tuba, T-U-B-A, which is transumbilical breast augmentation. I'm assuming this is what, unless tuba is something else, but I'm assuming this is what they're talking about, transumbilical breast augmentation. So transumbilical breast augmentation makes an incision in the belly button. Yeah, you have an incision in the belly button. And um, the only way you can do a transumbilical is if you're using a saline implant. So you can introduce a saline implant through the belly button. Um, I, I gotta be honest. I don't want to be called um, what's the word? It wouldn't be sexist, but like I'm gonna say American. It's an American thing. Racist? Would that be racist? Anyway, can, can, you know? I think it's. A, 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 I think 
it seems to be uh, something that I've seen or read in American literature, um, but it's certainly in the UK, I've never seen it done. I've never even seen the equipment you need it done. I don't understand why anyone wanted it done. Number one, it would have to be a saline implant because it has to go in empty and then you blow it up. So you make a little tunnel from the umbilicus and the belly button all the way up into the breast, goes in empty and you blow it up. And number two, we don't really use saline implants, number one. And number two, how you dissect the pocket, I do not know from the umbilicus. So that is the main thing that I would say it's not a good thing in my view. But again, you'd have to talk to someone who does it, who probably, if there are people out there who do it, I'm sure they'll tell you why it's a good thing. Well, presumably no scars or at least no visible scars because it's just a scar in the umbilicus. But um, I would worry about making the pocket, um, getting the pocket, which is why I, I'm not a great fan of the trans... Uh, auxiliary but again i don't do it and i'm sure people who are experts in it are able to get a good pocket but um that is the concern for me you have to you know for me the infraareola um the inframammary gives really good visualization of the pocket so you can make a really nice pocket particularly in the cleavage area which is really important when you're doing a breast augmentation so um that's really important so the trans breast augmentation is a not it's, it's a no from me um and good luck finding someone. I don't even know anyone who even to suggest. Last question, get your questions in now because I'm gonna get into my meal deal after this if I've got any other questions, but by all means, um, uh, second episode of Antiques as well. Um, how to fix a waterfall deformity? This is not a quick one, is it? Uh, well, I don't know, let's see. Uh, what to do if you get Snoopy slash waterfall? I recently had implants, but the skin and nipple hangs off the implant. Will a bigger implant solve it? Now, this is what we're talking about when people are borderline for a lift. So if people are borderline for a lift and don't want the scarring, sometimes have implants because they don't want the scarring. And it's completely understandable that you don't want the scarring, you don't want the complications with the lift. The problem is if you don't have a lift, the risk is that you have the implants and the, and the, and the breasts, your natural breasts, fall off the implants and give you this look in the lower pole where you have an, an implant and then you have an, uh, your old inframammary fold and then a ghost of your old inframammary fold or a memory of your old inframammary fold and it just does good. Uh, it's, it's a new where it looks elongated or the waterfall with the breast hanging off the implant. So um, it is a, uh, a problem. It's a problem in the lower pole. The upper pole is usually fine. So when you're in clothes, it's fine. But out of clothes, it doesn't look right. And it is a difficult problem to fix. And the problem is due to that, that inframemory fold. So it depends on how bad it is. If it's not that bad, you could. And sometimes when I have a patient who is in this category with a um, with a, this inframemory fold, and you have to lower the fold in order to put the implant in, I will do some work, some radial scoring to try and release that inframemory fold to let the the breast drape over the implant to try and prevent this this problem but even so you can start, still sometimes get the problem even though you do that um and so what can you do about it well if you haven't again it's not again for the first time if you you know you're always best talking to your surgeon to see what the surgeon's done and what more they can do so if they haven't done a great deal of um radial scoring maybe that's something they could consider putting in going in and doing some radial scoring um, I don't think a bigger implant will fix the problem. A bigger implant will just be bigger and still have the problem. The problem is not the size of the implant. The problem is the shape of your breast, um, which is which is visible on top of the implant sort of thing. So um, I think the other thing is a lift. 
A lift might be a way to lift your implant. Uh, sorry, you lift your breast up onto the implant because your your breast is falling off the implant. You lift your breast up onto your implant, and it may be that you sometimes in these situations you might have had a discussion with your surgeon pre-op about having a lift, and you might have decided to say, "Look, no, I'm going to see how it goes." Well, now you think, "Okay, well, maybe I'm okay going with a lift because I'm I'm not happy with it." So it's always good if you have had that surgeon uh, discussion pre-op, but maybe you haven't. But either way, a lift, I guess, would be probably the main one if depending on how bad it is but it is a difficult problem to fix well that's an outside broadcast i hope it's worked i'm, I'm a, sort of kind of assuming it's worked because i am on wi-fi is still working um next week oh you know what i'm off next week i just thought i'm off next week but not sure if i'm doing anything um lastminute.com do you remember when lastminute.com, I don't know if you do, but I remember when lastminute.com used to be proper last minute, like could you were going away next week. Now you get a lot, well, even, I don't even know if it still exists, but if it does still exist, you say lastminute.com, first of all, it says, where do you want to go? You feel like saying, well, I'm doing it last minute, so I don't care. Don't ask me where I want to go, number one. So this is feedback from last minute people. And number two, they show you some stuff in a month's time. I'm like, that's not last minute. I'm last minute, all right? I'm going to start looking for something to do next week on Friday because that's how I roll. So um, we're, so I don't know whether we're doing anything next week. So I might be doing something next week in terms of going away or holiday or something or not. I don't know. Um, hold on a minute. Laura Jane has come in. Green Freddy has come in. It's a last minute flurry of activity. So um, Green Freddy, that was great. Thank you so much, Doctor. Thank you, Green Freddy, for participating. Laura Jane has said, is it safe to have a tummy tuck and thigh lift at the same time, please? Yes, Laura Jane, it is safe. It is um, quite a big thing, though. I mean, a tummy tuck is quite a big thing. A thigh lift is quite a big thing. So it's quite a lot to go through. But it is, oh, I've got a question on Instagram. Yeah, it, is, um, it is possible. So... The answer is yes, but it is quite a big deal. So it's something you need a discussion with. But I tend to think if you're going to do these sort of body contouring things, it's good to stay with regions. So tummy and thighs is good. Breast and arms is good. You know, so keep it so that the area is is sort of is, is out of action, if you like. So that'd be quite a big undertaking, but it would not be unreasonable to do those two things at the same time. Sherry, yes, I've been looking and showing nothing till October, is it? October, what for me? All right, maybe I've got more than a week off. Hey, uh, you're welcome. What we got, Katie? I had a lift. We've got a question here. I had a lift in implants in 2017 with your clinic. I have more breast tissue in the left breast than what than what seems I do in the right. The right, I can really feel the implant compared to the other side, and it's looking a bit odd to myself. Is it worth getting a revision? Always worth coming and see me, Katie. If you've had it with me, then definitely come and see me. Oh God, um, definitely come and see me and, um, and we'll have a look. So is it worth having a revision? Always hard to answer that question. Is it worth having a revision? Because it's up to the patient. Um, you know, in terms of asymmetries, I always say there's always going to be some degree of asymmetry. Depends on how the asymmetry is, as to whether it's worth doing anything about it. Um, difficult to correct an asymmetry because often the implants come sort of like 340, 360, 380. So you might have a 360 and then you might, I don't know what you've got, but let's just say you've got a 360. So, you know, maybe a 380 is going to be too big. 
you know, maybe you needed a 360 or something. That's probably too close, that 20 mils. Maybe I should have had 340 to 380, and you needed 62 sort of thing. And they don't make a 362. So, you have to so often there's some degree of asymmetry. So um, basically, you're always welcome back. So we'll have a look. Or send us a photo if you want, and we can give you your opinion. See a if what's an option, and b whether you think it's worth undertaking. You know, going down that road. So always, I always say minimize the amount of operations you have to your breast. So you have to have a sort of reasonably good, um, reasonably good reason to have surgery. You don't really want to have too many ops because every time you do surgery, you're creating scar tissue. It depends on what we're talking about. If you're talking about you know, a minor thing, then fair enough. But if we're talking about things where we're going to be manipulating the implants, every time you do that, you're introducing scar tissue. So, you know, you've got to think about it. But uh, the question, the, the answer is get in touch and we'll we'll see. Um, uh, you know, we, we'll have a talk, proper talk about it. Um, Abigail, what you got? Typically, how long is required for time off work after a tummy tuck? I work at desk all day. Um, so Abigail, the main thing is often people have to drive to work. So the first week you're not going to feel like doing much. Second week you'll be feeling better and you will be perhaps doing emails at home in the second week. In terms of driving, minimum is two weeks. If you work for someone and you have to go to, you know, go to work, I would say three weeks is safer. So you might be able to drive for two weeks, but you might still feel a bit uncomfortable. It's quite a big upper tummy tuck. So I'd say three weeks um for joining and for sort of getting back into stuff and about six weeks before you do anything too heavy so if you're lifting heavy boxes and stuff like that um so usually i can give you a sick note we normally say three weeks off three weeks followed by three weeks light duties that sort of thing but if you're on light duties anyway it might be just three weeks off um but as i say if you can work from home after a couple of weeks you might feel like you're doing a bit some pops from home so i hope that's been helpful um so without further ado i don't know if i'm here next week I don't know if i was going to be here this week but i was who knows so I might be here next week definitely the week after can't believe i've got more than a week off i just can't believe that so i think it's only a week thank you abigail thank you for asking uh so i'll definitely see the week after next might see you next week if i haven't arranged any last minute uh vacations and um i hope you're well i hope you have a good evening and so I, uh, on that note, I will get my butler to sort out my uh, sandwich. Um, I bid you farewell. Stop the stream. Have a question not covered in today's show? Then send it over to info at styanoplasticsurgery.co.uk using the hashtag AskJJ. We'd love to hear from you.